I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Today's Encounters article is called Shelley, Maid, and the Purple Parade. It is read by the author, Dr. Laurianne Lincolns. In this narrative, Dr. Lincolns shares how her dear friend and fellow physician chose medical aid in dying. But before undergoing MAID, she forged a path to rewrite policies and ensure her organs would be donated. Dr. Lincolns is a hematologist and associate professor at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. My name is Dr. Laurieann Lincolns, and I will be reading my piece called Shelley Maid and the Purple Parade. I made an appointment with my general practitioner to start the paperwork for medical assistance in dying. That is what my best friend and fellow physician said to me as calmly as if we were discussing the weather. I immediately felt nauseous. But I wasn't really surprised. For nearly two years and through countless doctor's appointments and tests, Shelley had searched for a diagnosis for her debilitating symptoms the ones that left her unable to do the job she loved and took a little more from her every week. Multiple system atrophy. No treatment, no cure, and as Shelley liked to say, not even a run for the cure. Shelley and I met in residency. She was a maritimer and I was born and raised in Ontario. She was an eternal optimist and her laughter was infectious. We found common ground over our love for books and the stress of medical training. We remained friends long after she moved away. Are you sure that is what you want to do? Or something equally inane is what I recall saying when she told me her decision. Of course she was sure, and we both knew it. She had literally watched her mother diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis starve herself to death because the legislation for MAID had not yet passed. I am not ready yet, but I want to get the process started. I didn't ask her then, but what went through my mind was, how will you know? Dying creates a lot of paperwork, she told me often over the following months. She spent a few hours each day tying up the strings of her life so her husband and brothers could carry on when she was gone. With the help of friends, she also threw herself into living life as best she could. She told me she had her moments when she felt angry and sorry for herself, but with me she was still the same unsinkable Shelley. Shelley also had another mission, to find a way to donate her organs. That was something that had not happened in her province for someone going through MAID, and there were many barriers. One by one, she struck them down and educated health professionals along the way. She gave talks from her home, rewrote educational materials, and argued about silly policies that needed to be changed. One day, she emailed me to say her work had caught the attention of Canadian Blood Services. They wanted to do a documentary about her journey. Should I do it? She asked me. Yes, was my reply. All I could think of then was what a fantastic legacy to leave behind. In the summer, Shelley had a going away party. She wanted to have it while she still felt well enough to enjoy it. My husband, another close friend, and my parents flew out to attend. The love in the room was palpable, but so was the sadness. When the mood got too morbid, our friend would pull out a list of terrible jokes that she had prepared. Shelley loved awful jokes. We laughed and cried at the same time. During the party, many of us were invited to speak on camera about Shelley. I was caught off guard when asked, when she decides it's time to go to the hospital, will you be there with her? It had not occurred to me that she would want me to be there. The thought horrified me because it made it too real. Shelley and I talked about it later. She knew she had to go through with maid in the hospital so the transplant team could be on standby. 
She also knew she only wanted her husband to be at her bedside when she took her last breath. But she left the door open for a few others to come to the hospital with her, including me. Again, I felt nauseous, and to my shame, I am sure she could read it on my face. More months passed, and I started to see signs in her emails that made me suspect she was coming to the end of what she could tolerate from her disease. I finally found the courage to ask her outright. In her emailed reply in the middle of a busy clinic, she told me it was happening in less than two days. In an instant, my thoughts changed from, if I was going, to dear God help me to get there in time. I was on a plane the following morning. The small group of family and friends that Shelley had invited gathered in the hospital lobby. We wore purple because it was her favorite color. And when her husband wheeled Shelley past us, we fell in behind them, a parade of Shelley's purple people. Part of me never truly believed she would go through with Maid. That was because I had never felt the pain she felt or lived with the terror of death piece by piece. By choosing the day of her death, she took back some of her power and she made it possible to give the gift of life to others. I am enormously proud of Dr. Shelley Sarwell. She was an amazing physician and a truly remarkable woman. I also await the documentary she made with Canadian Blood Services titled Her Last Project and pray that it opens some minds and hearts. But mostly I just miss my friend. From her obituary, I had more living left to do but in the time I had, I tried to spread happiness, stand up for what I believed in, and not take life too seriously. Think of me when you dance or laugh or hug a dog. I'll be in the turn of a page, the silver lining, the sown seed. Remember me in my garden, in funky hats, in cute cars, and most especially telling bad jokes. In my memory, have a cup of tea and a good chat with your friends. The documentary called Her Last Project, made by Canadian Blood Services, has been submitted to the Nova Scotia Film Festival for September 2019. After that, I really hope it will be more widely distributed. That was the CMAJ Humanities Encounters article called Shelley, Maid and the Purple Parade. It was read by the author, Dr. Laurie-Anne Lincolns, a hematologist and associate professor at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. You can find her article on our website, cmaj.ca. Don't forget to subscribe to CMAJ Podcasts on SoundCloud or a podcast app. Please also leave us a rating and let us know how we're doing. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for CMAJ. Thank you for listening. <laughs>